It's another edition of Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. I'm Joe Reed. Alan Minskoff has been with me for the entire week, and he has been, I have to say, great books, but all over the place. So <laughs> where where are we ending? It could be anywhere. Well, we are very grounded today and grounded in, in uh, something that you and I both are interested in. This is Newsroom Confidential, Lessons and Worries from an Ink-Stained Life by Margaret Sullivan, read by Lisa Flanagan. Oh, so tell us, first of all, people who might not know, because I live in Washington, so I'm aware of Margaret Sullivan, but who is she for people who might not know her? She is a important figure in American journalism. She's done virtually everything. She ran a newsroom in Buffalo of a major daily. She was then hired by the New York Times to be their public editor, which she did for not quite four years. Then she was hired again away from them by the Washington Post, where she was the uh, culture columnist. The last I heard, she is teaching at Duke, teaching journalism. When we say the public editor at the New York Times, explain exactly what that means. A public editor is sometimes called an ombudsman. It is the person between the reading public and the the writers and editors at the paper. So they take a lot of flack. They have to be very independent. They can be in the paper, but not of the paper. You know what I'm saying? Because they are that person who deals with issues that come up with articles. I'll give you an example. She was in the paper when the body image piece about Serena Williams was published by the Times, and she didn't like it. And they took a lot of flack, and she took on the very powerful at that time sports editor. And that's the kind of thing that you did where she thought it was was inappropriate. And she would field letters of uh, controversies and letters of, of criticism. And she would write almost all the time about these issues. I mean, she wrote a lot of work, did a lot of work, and they published her a ton. And she was an important figure, although not an insider. I mean, it is a position that is by definition outside. And now they have eliminated it. Now they say social media has taken over. Right. It's a hard thing because you're criticizing not quite your colleagues, but your your colleague adjacent. Precisely. And that's what you do. So you're looking at things that the paper could have done better and you're making that transparent. Precisely. But I, I don't want to limit the rest of her career. No. I mean, she was Agreed. Uh, a trailblazing woman at the Buffalo paper. Uh, at the Buffalo News, which is where she's from. And at the Post, she did very important work there. And she's taken on people there, too. She took on Bob Woodward's, you know, coverage of the president for not... Woodward had this story that uh, President Trump knew about the problems of COVID way sooner and the numbers way sooner than he admitted. And And sat on it. And sat on it till his book came out. And she took him on for that. She's a courageous person. And I should add that Lisa Flanagan is a very good choice because she gets Sullivan completely. And you know what? She narrated You Don't Belong Here by Elizabeth Becker, which was about women correspondents in war zones. I remember that. Yeah. I mean, it was a an amazing book. I mean, just an amazing, amazing, amazing book. And I thought Lisa did an extraordinary job. So it makes perfect sense that she would completely get this. And the book is is sort of, I put memoir slash manifesto because she has a lot of recommendations. The end of the book is almost worth teaching in my business because you know I'm a journalism teacher. Uh, because she really says, well, here's where we are and here's how it should be and here's what you can do. So 
what are we going to hear? Okay, we are going to hear the beginning of chapter three, and it's where she gets the news from the New York Times that they want her to be the public editor. Okay. This is Newsroom Confidential, and it's written by Margaret Sullivan, read by Lisa Flanagan. I was driving on Chapin Parkway, the leafy Olmsted-designed boulevard near my house in Buffalo, when a phone number flashed onto the dashboard display. 212-556-1234. Margaret, this is Arthur Salzberger, came the disembodied voice. I pulled over to the curb. For weeks, or if you looked at it another way, for years, I had been waiting for this moment. And I preferred not to commemorate it by smashing my car into a tree. The publisher of the New York Times was about to offer me the job that had been created a decade earlier after a combination of scandals, a rogue reporter's fabrications, and the misleading reporting in the run-up to the Iraq War. See, what a good narration. Because that undercurrent of excitement that she manages to have in her voice doesn't overstate it, but then uses that to propel forward to explain what that position is. And I think you caught it exactly correctly, because can you imagine how exciting that would be? You are, oh you are an editor in Buffalo, and you get a call from the most important publisher in the world, maybe, or in the newspaper world anyway, uh, to ask mm-hmm. you to do this very important, if thankless, work. Okay, kudos to Newsroom Confidential, Lessons and Worries from an Ink-Stained Life by Margaret Sullivan, read so well by Lisa Flanagan. Well, another week has gone by very quickly. Alan, thank you. Well, I hope our listeners have some things to choose from because there's a, there's a lot on the plate this week. Okay. Support for Behind the Mic comes from Simon & Schuster Audio. Check out Nelson DeMille's latest thriller, The Maze, read by award-winning narrator Scott Prick. Available everywhere audiobooks are sold. Behind the Mic is produced by Jessica Lockhart, Robin Witten, Michelle Cobb, Emily Connolly, Alan Minskoff, and Kendra Winchester are contributors. Jennifer Dahl is our editor, and the music is William Ross Chernoff's Nomads Four Way. And I'm your host, Joe Reed. Good listening.